At Our Father's House, our prayer is that you will be blessed and strengthened by the power of Jesus Christ. We would like to thank you for joining us today as we study God's Word. Now let's join Pastor Odie. Hallelujah. Now, uh, what, what I'm trying to get to is, uh, I first preached this message about 20 years ago, roughly. It was in our first pastorate, and uh, I, preached, I preached this word, and, uh, and, but, but I can honestly say that I, I can look back on that 20 years ago, and say, wow, uh, thankful for the word, but man, I, I was so, so much more there, Brandon, that I wasn't getting. Amen? How many wants to go forward? How many wants to advance? All right, how about this? How many wants to do more than just a church service? Amen? Am I in the right place? If I'm in the right place, somebody shout amen. All right, here we go. Buckle your seatbelts, or better yet, take them loose. You're free to move around the cabin. Uh, we've been talking about spirit, soul, and body. What we're going to talk about this morning is walking in the light, but to walk in the light is, is synonymous with walking in the spirit. Amen? And uh, we got to get, we got to get out of this and get in the spirit. Come on. We got to get out of this earth suit. I mean, we're living here, we're living in a body, but we don't need to be dominated by what happens in the flesh. You are the sons of God. Amen? And, and we, need, we need to see who we are in Him. First of all, we really need to get revelation of who He is. Amen? So Ephesians 5 8 says, You were sometimes darkness, but now are you light in the Lord? Walk as children of light. Amen? Somebody say amen. amen. Now, Jacob, go to first, first Timothy chapter 1. First Timothy 1, verse 1. Paul, an apostle. Is that the scripture? Is that a right verse? I'm sorry. First John, Jake. First John. We'll go to Timothy later. Right now, we're going to go to First John. First John, chapter one. Hallelujah. First John one. Sorry, Jake. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, and which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon. And our hands have handled of the word of life. Now, before I go on with that verse, remember we've been, we've been teaching on uh, spirit, soul, and body. And uh, I think it's 1 Corinthians 2 and 9 says uh, that, that uh, it's not entered into, eye has not seen. Are you with me? Ear has not heard, nor is it entered into the heart of the man the things that God has prepared has prepared for those who live. But, verse 10 says, but in the Spirit, He has revealed all things to us. So, all right, eyes, 
ears. Look what it says here. The writer says, John says, that, that which was from the beginning which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes. Witness. Everybody say witness. Amen. Which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life. Verse 2. Verse 2. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard, the things that we have seen, and the things that we have heard, we declare unto you that you also may have fellowship. Everybody say fellowship. With us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. Verse 4. And these things write I unto you that your joy may be full. So if we get it, if we get what they're writing to us, should, should not our joy be full? Okay, could John say, okay, if, you're, if your joy's not full, you're not getting what we saw, you're not getting what we're writing at you about what we saw and what we heard. Are y'all with me? Just laying some foundation here. Keep going. Okay, John, what is the message? I feel like we need a trumpet here. We should have got Bo with the, what do you call that thing? Uh, shofar, I went blank. That's bad, isn't it? This is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. God is light. And in him is no darkness at all. Well, I'll tell you what, I hope, I hope, I hope I'm, when I'm preaching sometimes, I, I, hope that, I, hope, I hope, you know what, I hope that's when the Lord just says, takes me right on out of here. It'd be an awesome place, wouldn't it? If I disappear someday, you guys just carry on. Amen? Come on. Is anybody with me? Verse 6. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Verse 7. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So we have fellowship one with another. Somebody shout amen. amen. All right, I want, you to, I want you to repeat this prayer. I want you to say, God, shed light on your word that it may bring forth fruit in my life. Amen. All right, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna preach to you this morning. God is light. And we've been, again, we've been talking about spirit, soul, and body. 
And, and the Bible says, this I say, then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So to walk in the spirit and to walk in light, and our, and our, our first verse was Ephesians 5, 8. This I say then, walk in the light. You, you were sometimes in darkness, but now you're children of light. Walk in the light. Now, we, 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 we get this mixed up sometimes. How many knows we're supposed to try to live holy? We're supposed to try to, I mean, we, we need to walk according to the word of God, right? We don't need to just live haphazardly, Brandon. But we, we miss what it means to walk in the light, I think, because if we get a revelation of who God is, what I'm, what I'm gonna try to preach to you this morning is we should be walking where he's walking. Amen. Now, so, so our message today is God is light. In him is no darkness. In, in, in Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says, God, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Somebody say earth, that's me. I'm made out of dirt. This body's made out of the dust of the earth, right? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was void and without form. It was empty. Amen? And, and then the scripture goes on to say, that darkness was up on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved up on the face of the waters. I, started, I, started, I was going to have them turn the lights out here this morning and turn them on, but I know our cameramen would freak out and our live stream would probably be fouled up. But uh, just to illustrate this, but the Spirit of God moved up on the face of the waters. Come on, keep going, Jake. And what you guys know what happened. When God said, let there be light. God said, let there be light. And there was light. God spoke it out. It's time for some people to start speaking some things out. God said, let there be light. And come on, stop speaking negative and stop speaking things into your life that's, that's causing problems for you. You start speaking. God said, let there be light, and there was light. God is light. Come on. Are you with me? God said, let there be light, and there was light. And then God, God separated the light from the darkness, right? He separated the two. And God was pleased with the fact that light and darkness separated. Okay, sin comes in on the scene and, 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 and Adam is tempted. Amen. Y'all got to help me preach this morning. I got to be able to get all this out. Sin comes in on the scene. Adam is tempted and man fails and then darkness is upon the earth. One man sinned and all have sinned, right? But one man died and, and we're all righteous. Oh, come on, somebody say amen. But then in Genesis or John 1, 1, it says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and all things were made, made by him and without him was not anything made. Right? Now, and, and it goes on to say there was one sent from God, if, you, if you're looking at that in verse, I think it's verse four, one sent from God whose name was John and he was not that light but he was sent to bear witness of that light. So God spoke, God is light, God spoke, let there be light, and there was light, and then sin comes, and then Jesus comes, and the light comes back into the world. Somebody needs to say amen. He is light. He is light. Look at your neighbor and say, he is light. Now, are you with me? We need to walk in the light. Somebody say Amen. Here's the deal, and, and uh, I, I got to be able to try to preach this the way God wants me to preach this. When we walk in the light, we're able to pull what's in the spirit realm into the natural. These two go together. 
Hand in hand, young people, you need to hear me this morning. When science discovered timelessness, now, I've spent a lot of time studying, man. I said, God, I want to know. I want to know this stuff. Jacob can tell you. I practiced on him last night. He's like, dude, you're going to have to slow down. He said, you're going to have to put this. That's why, that's why I have a PowerPoint this morning. He said, Dad, you've got you to you be able to put that up on the screen somehow. But when, when, when science discovered timelessness, they discovered eternity and they discovered God. Now, here's what I want you to see. When you walk through those doors and you lift your hands and say, we're a Christian, we worship Jesus, you don't have to throw your brains away. In fact, just the opposite, we should be the innovators. I'm speaking, we got, sitting right over here, there's, there's creative minds and there's creations, there's new inventions sitting right there. If Jesus tears, it's going to come out of those kids. This, no, you get, you get, this is not just about a dance and a hop. This is about God is light and revelation comes through that light. And it should be changing who you are. Oh, hallelujah, I'm about to blow up. So God wants to reveal his hidden things in a parallel fashion. The realms of knowledge should travel side by side. Are y'all getting this? Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? In other words, the revelation that we get, it should be, it should be what happens in the natural. But no, no, we're not just Christians coming to church on a Sunday morning just sitting waiting for Jesus to come so we can go to heaven. We're supposed to be affecting the world around us. We're supposed to be changing the lives you know, of people that we come into contact with. Are you shedding any light on their subject? Hallelujah. We need to move in the spirit. So there are things that need to be revealed. Light, I'm going to speak, I'm speaking a proclamation right now. Light and revelation are coming and it will move parallel with the natural and the technical knowledge. December 31st. 1879, everybody was sitting around in the dark, and a man by the name of Thomas Edison, Jake, invented this little thing called the light bulb. Now, I've studied great inventors and, and uh professors and people that we, we refer to as geniuses. And you realize, and, and, and one way or another, and sometimes it's a, it's, it, the world messes it up and warps it, but more oftentimes than not, these, these innovators were people that believed in a supreme God. Even Darwin himself said that this stuff couldn't happen without a supreme being. Are you with me? So this guy, everybody's sitting around in the dark. And some guy named Thomas Edison invents a light bulb. Are you with me? Now all of a sudden everybody can see. Amen? Somebody shout amen. 
And then, and then we, we fast forward, and, and I study this. Now, and see, what, what happened was, that happened, Elder, in, in, in December of 1879, and right along with that, in the latter part of the 19th century, we had the Welsh Revival. Jake. Amen. In the early 1900s, we had the Azusa Street Revival. God is light. And what happens in this world, what's pulled, you, you got to understand what I'm preaching to you this morning. This is not just about, okay, I'm body, but I'm spirit. I'm body, but I'm spirit. No, we're supposed to be functioning in the spirit. We're walking in the light and we're getting these kinds of revelations so we can change the course of history. Is anybody out there? I'm talking about becoming some history makers. Not just barely making it. Oh, bless God, I'm going to make it to, to heaven by the skin of my teeth. If, if, if G, grace will carry you in, but you need to be doing something to change somebody else's life. Amen? So we have a light bulb. Then, Tommy, we, now we have these things called synchronous orbit satellites. You might know what a synchronous orbit satellite is. These things are over 22,000 miles from the earth. And something can happen on the other side of the world and you can know about it and see it in one-fourth of a second. God is light. Somebody created a light bulb, but now we have synchronous orbit, orbit satellites and it all started with a light bulb. Oh, y'all not getting this yet, I don't believe. You need to go out beyond and see the, the, who God is and go beyond where you are now. Amen? Somebody shout amen. We have live stream right here this morning. Synchronous orbit satellites. People can watch that, this program. They can watch me preach from anywhere in this world. Because somebody got a revelation that we can have a light bulb. Oh, come on, somebody help, somebody help me preach out there. God knew about the light bulb before Thomas Edison knew about it. God knew that we could have light and he was just waiting for somebody to get this in their spirit. If we can get it in our spirit, don't think, oh yeah, you know, and, and, and I'm getting way ahead of myself, but it's just like us in, in, in the so-called Pentecostal movement. We get the baptism of the Holy Spirit and we get our prayer language. You know, people, get, you know, back then, you get the prayer language, you get the evidence of speaking in other tongues, you get the prayer language. Oh, I'm good, I've got it. No, you don't have it. There's more of God. There's more than we could ever imagine. Come on, is anybody out there? God has more. Come on, somebody needs to give God praise in this place. You need to, you need to get past the light bulb. Not only that, some of, them's, some of them's not burning. Let your light. Neither do men light a candle. You are a city that is set on a hill. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel. But on a candlestick, and it gives light to all that are in the house, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven because God is light. Are y'all with me? Albert Einstein. 
Anybody, anybody ever studied any of Albert Einstein? I have. He was a Jew. A lot of people will tell you that he didn't believe in God. But if you study and read the right books, he did believe in God. Again, his views were just a little different. He didn't... People like this, they want to know what makes what wild things are like. That. Come on. They don't settle. I, I was studying Albert Einstein. I thought, okay, light, God. What do you want to talk to us here about light? You know, Albert Einstein, they said that he would walk home from school. And, and uh, by the way, he gave us E equals, well, you guys know it? There you go. That changed a lot of things, didn't it? How would you like to come up with that? Some of you have, you know, you're saying I have to take my shoes off just to count to 20. You with me? But anyway, he was, he was, Greggy was, this man was disturbed because he knew there was more to light than what we understood. And you know, he, he actually, he, he even, he failed a lot of tests in elementary school because he would put down what he thought light was and he wouldn't want the teacher wanted to hear. He was already past them. Are you hearing me? Somebody say amen. So he was troubled, and 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 in my in my studies, I found Blake that after one night, after after a long night of sleep, didn't sleep well. He he woke up the next morning. Some of you guys maybe you've read that you've read some of this, but he he woke up and he he shared this with a friend, and. He said he had a storm broke loose in his mind. And he saw the universe and how everything's laid out. Wow. He said he had finally tapped into God's thoughts. If you want, if you want there's a book called, called Einstein, A Life. It's a good book, and I've read a lot of excerpts out of that book, and that's what I'm sharing with you this morning. He said his basic discovery came when he woke up, and he suddenly saw the, uh, the idea. He confided in a friend. He said this theory had come to him in a vision. He went to bed depressed. Suddenly, the answer came with infinite precision and a huge mouth of the universe was outlined. He, he found out, you got, well, you got to see this, that light is the only constant. You got to see this. Light is the only constant. And, we, and so, so you got to understand what I'm trying to preach to you is that what happens in, the, in this book, what science discovers is already written in the pages of this book. So Albert Einstein discovers that light is the only constant. Well, guess what? God is light. 
And that sheds a whole lot more light on the scripture in James 1.17 that says every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights in whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. He's constant. No, y'all, see, no, God don't operate on how you feel this morning. If you don't feel as good as you felt last week, you're just, no, God never changes. Oh, come on, somebody needs to give him praise. I said, Judy, he never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Somebody needs to praise him in this house. Light's the only constant. God is light. God never changes. You don't know how I feel, Pastor. He never changes. I can't get my praise on this morning. He never changes. Service didn't go like I wanted it to go. He never changes. I made a mistake last week. He never changes. I feel like, oh, come on. I feel like I can't make this thing. He never changes. I said, he never changes. And the light that he shed on your spirit the day you became a Christian, you're still that person in the spirit. And God sees you that way. And he's just waiting for it to get in your soulless room. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody needs to help me preach. I said, he never changes. Einstein figures out that light is constant. James 1.17 told us that a long, 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 long time ago. We, we you know, and, and uh, Liz mentioned it on Thursday night. We were in the altar praying for some people at the end of, the, of our study. And, you know, we were talking about this verse. And we get hung up on every good and perfect gift comes down from above. We love that. From the Father, we miss the uh, we miss the Father of lights, and we miss the fact that the Scripture says, "In whom is no variable or shadow of turning." We miss the fact we're just all about the good and perfect gifts, but we miss the fact that this guy never changes. Our Father never changes. He's not just the light. he's the Father of lights. He's the one that could say, "Let there be light." Are y'all? <laughs> I hope y'all are getting something out of this. Hallelujah! I know I am. It's wrecked me. He's constant. Look at your neighbor and say, he does not change. Okay. Light travels at a speed of over 886,000 miles per second. Anybody going to break that one? fast, isn't it? No. <laughs> we have a big God. Nothing can travel faster than the speed of light. Amen? In miles per hour, it's about uh, 670. Oh, my word. It's a number. It's a big number. Six hundred seventy million six hundred sixteen six hundred twenty nine miles per hour. Pretty fast, ain't it? If you could travel at the speed of light, you could go around the Earth seven and a half times in one second. Let's put it this way: 
if you could, if you could fire a gun, if you could shoot a gun, and the bullet was traveling at the speed of light, it would go around the earth seven times before you could take your finger off the trigger. God is light. Don't get messed up about what's going on in the world around you because that's quick and suddenly, suddenly, there's a whole lot of suddenlies because God moves quick. When God gets ready to move, he can do something quick. You know, things can change in a millisecond because God is light. Are you guys with me? Mm -mm. I'm about to blow up. The moon is 300,000 miles from the earth traveling at the speed of light. You could get there in two seconds. The sun is approximately 93, 93 million miles from the earth traveling at the speed of light. You could get there in eight minutes. God is light and he's constant. Are y'all, are, is, anybody, is anybody seeing what I'm saying? All right, I got to get I got I, I got to get to my text. How long have we been preaching? Are we good? Put the text back up there. First John. The Hubble, the Hubble. Let me know what the Hubble telescope is. Now we can look, Greg, way out there. Amen. Traveling at the speed of light, it would take 4.5 billion years to reach the outer limits. We got to get our mind out of Newtown. And I'm not talking about ministry. This is our ministry. That's all I'm talking about. I'm talking about how our, our idea of who God is. 4.5 billion years to reach the outer limits. And, and you tell me that burning coal is going to mess that thing up? Oh, I said it. That's a long way, right? Come on. Is anybody with me? Are you seeing what I'm saying? We've got to get out of this finite way of thinking. Don't just hope. Don't... Don't let your dreams and aspirations be just little bitty stuff. God is light. And, and, and if Jesus tarries, I'm just speaking by faith that someday someone can preach a message and put your picture up there. Come on, it's not like everything's been invented and we just need to settle. Or is anybody out there? All right, here we go. Here we go. Our text. God's big. Somebody say he's big. He's bigger than our problems. He's bigger than a church service. He's, the past is gone. You know, a lot of people can't walk in. A, and, and I, got, I got to say this. Look, look over here. Look over, see, go, go to verse 2, Jake. You know, keep going, verse 3. Go to verse 7. I'm just going to jump straight to the point. But if we walk in the light, you got to see this. 
as he was in the light. What's it say? Oh, Jesus. The verse here is not saying walk in the light as Christ was in the light when he was here in this body. At this point, Christ has already been crucified, died, arose on the third day, and sent it back to the right hand of the Father. But the writer says, walk in the light as he is. Everybody say he is. Come on, say he is. Say present. Walk in the light as he is in the light. So what he's saying, Pastor, what I'm saying is, is we can walk in the same light that Jesus is right now. Oh. We have fellowship. We can fellowship with the apostles and the blood of Jesus Christ because they fellowship. Remember the back prior verses, it says they fellowship with the Father. We want our fellowship to be with us, you be with us and with the Father. So we can walk in the light. So what are you saying? I'm saying the same thing that's available to him is available to us. Boy, that messes with people's religiosity, don't it? Amen? If you're looking back at that little place of darkness, you missed it. Don't, don't, don't look back at that little place of darkness in your life. You know what? God forgot it. You got to move on out of it. People can't walk in the light because they're still looking back at their darkness. You got to know God, where God is, and God is light. Is anybody with me? If you're with me, say amen. Okay, here we go. Light is constant. Now, we've been talking about what? Spirit, soul, and body. Matter cannot travel at the speed of light and continue to be matter. So, what are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying if you'll start traveling at the speed of light, God. This flesh won't be able to survive. Oh, if y'all got that or not. Matter can't travel at the speed of light and continue to be matter. The moment it goes past the speed of light, it will disappear. So traveling at the speed of light, strange things happen. You would pass time, live forever, and be immortal. In the natural, we can't do that in the flesh. But guess what? There was a man named Enoch who was not. You pass up. Are y'all with me? If you're with me, say amen. There was a professor out in California, physics, that took a challenge on, I don't know if this is the same guy that was on the, has anybody seen that God's Not Dead movie? I don't know if it's the same guy or not. But he took a challenge. He was teaching evolution. He took, he took a challenge on population. And the student looked at him and said, okay, if what you're teaching is right, if you look all down through all these years, how many, what should be the population of the earth according to evolution? And he'd he, he done the numbers, Brandon, and they said, well, there wouldn't be enough space on the earth to hold all the people. He said, okay, you take this verse here where it says eight souls survived the flood with Noah. 
and he does the study, and he comes up to modern day time, and at that time, he said there'd be four billion people in the population. There was exactly four billion people in population. God is light. And everything that science discovers is already in that book. Are you with me? We just got to get it from there to here. Is anybody out there? All right. The same guy, this is where Jake said, Dad, you got to put that on the screen. The same guy, how many's ever heard Einstein talk about the two twins? Come here and help me, Brandon. Me and Brandon are twins. Looks just like me, don't he? <clears throat> okay. Let's say that I get into a spaceship and I'm traveling at the speed of light, at 80% the speed of light, and Brandon's going to stay here. I'm going to go 15 days out and 15 days back. I have a, I have a watch and I have a calendar, so I'm going to go out 15 days, come back 15 days. I'd be 30 days older, you'd be 60 days older. With me so far. Okay, I'm going to take another trip. Next, next slide, Jake. I'm going to go out 30 days out, 30 days back at 90% of the speed of light. I'd be 30 days older. You'd be 10 years older. You with me? Is anybody out there? Do I? You're chewing? One more screen. Okay, here's the last one. 30 days out, 30 days back. 99.29% of the speed of light. 30 days older, you'd be 30,000 years older. Now, 99.29%, 279% of the speed of light is just, just enough under the speed of light to not disappear. Right? To no longer exist. Okay, here's the best part. You got 30 over... 30,000, right? Fraction. Least common denominator is 30. 30 into 30 is 1. 30,000 divided by 30 is 1,000. One day is with the Lord as a 1,000 years, and a 1,000 years is as one day. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying that God is light and it's all in this book right here and we're sitting here trying to figure out what we're going to eat for supper or what we're going to, what kind of blessing we're going to get at church. I hope you get a goosebump today and then you go home and you don't change and you don't do anything different. God is light. Get revelation in the light. See who God is. Become who you're supposed to be in that light. Come on. Stop complaining. Stop being negative. Start looking at his word. Amen. And be who God has called you to be. Somebody give God praise. God is light. Oh, come on. Somebody shout Jesus. Now, Einstein said if you travel, you know what he said? He said if you travel at the speed of light, you'd have immortality. 
Jacob, put up 1 Timothy 6, 14 through 16. Keep this command without spot, unrebukable, unto the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which in times past he shall show who is the blessed. Jill, he has no equal. And only potentate, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who only has immortality dwelling in the light, which no man can approach. Are you guys seeing that? This, this genius comes along and says, if, if, if you travel to the speed of light, you'll be immortal. Well, First Timothy 6.15 says, Jesus is immortal. Or 16, I'm sorry. You see that? Dwelling in the light. Is anybody out there? We got to get God out of the box, man. We got to get out of this box. Somebody say amen. I'm going to tell you what, God has a glorious church and he's coming after a glorious church and he's coming after a glorious bride. He's not coming for a beat down bride and quit looking at the negativity of this world. Stop believing what you see on the news. Come on. God's word hasn't changed. And no matter what changes, there's, there's going to be an awakening. There's going to be a wake-up day, Brandon. People are going to see that what we're speaking to you here is truth. And every knee's going to bow and every tongue's going to confess. Don't get hung up on, on negativity. I'll never forget, some of you young people are too young to remember, but back in 1999, everybody was freaking out because of Y2K. And I'm sorry if this messes with your way of thinking. I'm sorry. But I'm just going to be honest with you, and I'm telling you the truth. I never, I didn't get all tore up over Y2K. And I, I had, it was everything I had to do to keep from making some people mad. Because people were spending all this money and buying up all this food because the computers were going to quit when it hit year, the year 2000. Or tw- yeah, 2000, when it turned over 2000, everything, Brian, was going to shut down. People had stuff stored in their basements and everything. Some of y'all still may have that food. I don't know. You got that Y2K food? Bless God, the computer's going to crash and we're all going to starve. My father owns the cattle on a thousand hills. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. My God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. I'm not saying that live stupid and live, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is don't panic over the world's systems. And I, Bo, I mean, it was funny to me because Christian people, Christian people that stood in the altar and prayed for people to be healed and spoke in other tongues and fell out on the floor and everything else and went home and was afraid they weren't going to have a can of beans. God is light, and in Him is no darkness at all. You think God was wringing His hands? Now, if this offends you, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I still love you, and I hope you still love me. Somebody say amen. All right. 
So he says, if you would be immortal and you would cease to exist. Glory to glory, God's presence. The church is going to be filled with the light and the glory of God. Amen? If you get this revelation, we won't have to preach you up every Sunday. Amen? Daniel said that men would travel to and fro and knowledge would increase. Now, we talk about knowledge and knowledge is increasing. But how many knows it should be increasing in the spirit realm too? Amen? You know, Philip was translated. Daniel said men are going to travel to and fro. Randy, Philip was translated. He baptized the eunuch. And a eunuch comes up out of the water and Philip's gone. Think about that. The guy that baptized you come up, he's gone. Are y'all with me? God is light. And we should be being translated from the spirit realm. Come on, are you with me? From glory to glory to become more like him because he is light. You know, and, and everything, you know, everything, listen to me, guys. Everything in this, uh, come on, give me just a few more minutes. I'm just about done. Daniel, come on up and get ready. You guys get ready. And we're going we're gonna to worship Jesus and we're going we're gonna to have an altar call. We're going to pour out our hearts to him and we're going to lift him up. But here's the deal. Everything is in that book that they figured, do you know that science has just discovered that uh, they, say, now they, they say we have parallel universes? Randy. The Bible says, I mean, we, that's been, we should have known that a long time ago. I'm here, but I'm also seated with him in heavenly places. I'm here, but I'm also, come on, are you, are you getting that? The new Jerusalem, uh, uh, there is two parallel universes, and one day it's going to come down here. And God's saying, won't you go ahead and bring some of it down and get ready for me? Don't wait and don't be sitting around just waiting for me to get there. Won't you guys go ahead and start getting the house in order? Won't you go ahead and start preparing some things? So when the new Jerusalem comes down, you say, Well, looks like home to me. I already see part of it. Is anybody with me? Hallelujah. It's time to get out of our little boxes. God says we're stuck there. And we should be a synchronous orbit satellite. Speed of light. We should be, James is going to like this one. We should be traveling like this. I think it's the next slide. I'm just holding on. God can transfer you from where you are to where he wants you to be. Amen? Some of us, some of the church is still driving this. And when you got a church that's got people like that, then you end up with that kind of church. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to help you. Y'all love me? God is light. God is light. I said, God is light. 
And in him is no darkness at all. In him is no sickness. In him is no cancer. In him is no poverty. In him is no anxiety. In him is no depression. In him is no fear. In him is no worry. In him is no, come on, is anybody out there? In him is, no, there's not one speck of darkness in God. Somebody needs to pray. He's like, start knowing who your God is. This, listen, this building's not your God. This worship team's not your God. I'm not your God. Come on, your job's not your God. God is light, and in Him is no darkness at all. Someone, come on, stand on your feet. Let's give Him praise. Woo, come on, somebody give Him praise. Hallelujah. If you would like to know more about Our Father's House and upcoming events, log on to ourfathershouseky.org.